0: Welcome back to another episode of Confessions of a PYP Teacher. I'm Lou Gerlach. I'm so glad you could join us for confession number eight. Today we're going to talk about the relationship between agency and inquiry and how it can open up our students to a sea of possibilities. From a quick glance, you might look at agency and inquiry and think, they must be one and the same since they're intertwined in purpose but as you dig deeper you can see their unique roles in developing student ownership of the learning process isn't it exciting to talk about these things now agency i look at it as kind of a lens if you go on to Chat2020.weebly.com. In this blog post, you're going to see this image that really resonated with me. A person is holding up a lens, and beyond the lens is the sea. And through the lens, you can see a microcosm version of the sea, but then also goes on beyond. And when I think of agency, I'm thinking of that lens. It's the lens in how we see our students. Do we see them as limited young people who need me as the educator to guide the process in every little thing? Or do we see them as young people who are capable of designing their own learning course? Because this thinking frames everything that we do and we think about um, our students in an and what happens in our classrooms and when we think about students as having limitations because of learning disabilities because of ethnic backgrounds because of language deficiencies or because of socioeconomic background or limited exposure to the world we if we decide these students can't possibly learn the same as others that have had every advantage known to man that really breaks my heart because every child no matter what their background they have the capability to inquire to ask questions to get excited about learning and to want and crave for answers and to seek them and find them and then make some meaning and apply it to their lives that is life-changing and every child deserves to be in that type of learning situation. Now that I'm off my soapbox, when we think about agency and inquiry, we know that because of their relationship, they can't exist alone. Because they're, they are intertwined in the same purpose of allowing the learner to create their own meaning of the experience. And as we take this journey of agency, we're, as educators, going into uncharted waters. We might be nervous. It it just goes with the territory anytime there's change. But the real question is, are you ready to dip a toe into the agency pool? Are you willing to be open-minded enough to do that? I think you are if you're listening to this podcast. So I want you to think of a time that you felt truly rewarded by the learning experience. Really think about this. More unlikely, you were afforded quite a bit of agency to craft the outcome based on your learning style and you were given opportunities to test it out your way. This is agency. An agency has three different components that work in tandem to support and lift our learners. They are called voice, choice, and ownership. As we know, voice is that. How are they able to express their voice, their unique perspective of the world into the learning? Choice, are there choices of opportunities for children to express their learning and to share what they know. Is there ownership? Anywhere in the learning experience are engagements created or inspired by the students? Are they co-creators of that learning experience? This right here is how you hook your learners. This is how you get them to want to hunger for more. And so we're gonna gauge the level of agency in your classroom right now. So um, we're gonna do this quick exercise. I want you to make three boxes um, on your paper. And if you're driving, do it when you get home. All right, so three boxes. On top of one is voice, the second one is choice, and the third one is ownership. You got that? All right, so I want you to write down The answers to these questions voice who has the loudest voice in your classroom who is doing most of the talking who controls what is being talked about that's all about voice once again who has the loudest voice who is doing most of the talking and who controls what is being talked about choice who decides what activities and materials are being used who determines the number of choices who controls the grouping of students and ownership who gets to share their ideas is it the louder students who controls where the learning is going who decides the desired outcomes now Pause the podcast if you need, and answer these questions. If you're reflecting on your answer and your name popped up most of the time, then your classroom is more teacher-driven than student-driven. And this is okay, because you're, part of, you're on your journey. We all have to start somewhere. And there is a visual that I've posted onto um, my website, in the blog of this podcast that has a really great visual of what agency is. And it's one that you could easily post in your classroom. So I show agency by, we're trying to get kids to resonate with these things. They show red agency by making decisions about my learning. So are your students making decisions about their own learning? I show agency by showing my thinking. Is there thinking and their processing on your walls, on your bulletin boards? Or is it a really cutesy patootsy um, pre-packaged type of display? And it's probably going to be messy. It doesn't mean it has to be a perfect piece. It's showing their thinking. I show agency by exploring my wonderings. Giving time for exploring questions that our students have. That goes back to that inquiry piece. I show agency by knowing my strengths and weaknesses. Having students make those goals and success criteria and constantly review them. I assess, I show agency by assessing my progress. So now we are assessing how we're doing um, in the the process and where do I need to go next in order to be able to become stronger and more knowledgeable? This one hi- hits my heart the most. I show agency by becoming my authentic self. That to me is the whole purpose of me becoming a teacher. I want my young learners to know themselves, to see the value in their authentic self, and they can only do that by trying out. Different things and having the freedom to do so in a testing environment in an environment that places a lot of pressure on content I understand the constraints I've worked in those types of environments um, for a good portion of my teaching career but it can happen and some of the greatest inquiry and agentic times was when I just let go and let the students go. You need to feel comfortable with this process. Reminder, just as when we talked about in inquiry, you have a continuum going from teacher driven to just student-driven, and there's a process in between. You've got to find the place that you feel comfortable as long as you're striving towards um, student-driven. That's your goal. That's the end game. So did you see something that you can implement in your classroom right away? Are you a visual learner? Well, go to my blog post right now. Check it out, the companion to this podcast. See some of the visuals and then say, hey, any of this resonate with me? And if so, then this is the first step in bringing more agency into your classroom. Next time we're gonna get more into the nitty gritty. We're gonna look at what are these different parts and how can I you know, make them a little bit more tangible? How can I assess myself against them and guide my teaching practice? But until then, Have a wonderful day and we'll see you on the next episode of this podcast.